Cannot hear. Cannot hear. Does he know that he's muted and that there's no sound and no one can hear him? No, he doesn't. So you guys have just been sitting here like... I just tuned in. I just tuned in. Someone like shadow. Can't hear. Can't hear. Uh, my 11, are you there? Uh, wow, that was great. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I hope I hope that there's somebody where you are that can hear the amazing things you were saying. They would be lost. <laughs> Imagine a chasna There's guests. There's music. It's beautiful. There's a hall. And they announced at the last minute the color changed her mind. She's not going to go to the chasna. So, but the father of the uh, kala announces. The show must go on, guys. Let's dance. Can you imagine <laughs> the wedding? Can you imagine that? What, what kind of wedding that would be? Crazy. You can't have a, uh, you can't have a wedding without the kala. No one's going to be dancing without the kala. The chasen is not a chasen kala. I'm not saying that everyone's not excited at a regular wedding because there's food and there's drink and there's, and there's flowers, but it, such an announcement would suck the energy out of that room in a second. So it seems... Very similar thing happens this year. Shoshana falls out on Shabbos. And we're missing the Kala. We're missing the, missing the Shafer. We don't have the Shafer. So how does that make sense? How can we call Shoshana without, without, uh, without the Shafer? What does that even mean? So this is, so it does say in this that Shabbos accomplishes the same thing that Shafer does. Okay. So it's like saying, okay, we'll have the Chasana Without the without the kala, because there's food there, because there's drink there, because there's a chasen there, the Shabbos takes the place of, of the shefer. We, we'll have, it's Shabbos, isn't it Shabbos, anyways, guys. It's Shabbos. It's not because it's Shabbos, but it's not just Shabbos. It's Rosh Hashanah Shacholis for Shabbos. It's so how are we celebrating? Um, how are we celebrating Rosh Hashanah this year without shefer? What does it even mean? What's a, what, what's the translation of those words? It, it, either. Either it's um, either it's a uh, a chasana without the kala, 
or it's a regular Shabbos. But we're, what the Rebbe is basically telling us is something that I think it took us a little while to understand because it's very deep, is that instead of celebrating Hashem's sovereignty by blowing the Shefer, there's a deeper way of celebrating Hashem's sovereignty by not blowing the Shefer. That's, that's, that's what the Rebbe is, has brought uh, and it brought it to to the um, to this uh, understand to our understanding. Don't think that you're li- missing something this Yosh Hashanah. The contrary, this Yosh Hashanah is higher. You're serving Hashem in a higher way than you can. Shabbos can't subtract from Rosh Hashanah. Shabbos adds Rosh Hashanah. What does Shabbos add to Rosh Hashanah? You blow the shofar in a higher way. Ordinarily, you coronate Hashem sovereignty. You coronate Hashem and you proclaim the sovereignty by blowing the shofar. And there's a higher way by not blowing the shofar. So what do we explain? How does that work? We said that when you're, the, when you're in the king's presence, so then there's no need for you to, to talk or do anything because all that matters in the king's presence is the king. Everyone's supposed to be in a state of total reverence and devotion to the king without feeling a sense of self. So bowing down to the king <clears throat> in front of the king without his permission or just because you decide to voluntarily bow down in front of the king, that's sort of like making, a, like signaling to your friend in front of the king. Like, who asked you to bow down in front of the king? Why are you doing that? It's, 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 it's not, it's punishable by death to make a movement in front of the king. To signal to your friend in front of the king is punishable by death. Bowing down in front of the king is in the same category. Without the king's telling you to bow down, without that being part of what you're supposed to be doing in front of the king, that's that's like acting out of turn. Why you, why do you feel your mitzvahs? Why do you feel yourself? So this year, Shoshana, there's a higher kind of service of Hashem. What is this higher kind of service of Hashem? We don't pull the shefer. We just feel, we're not, there, there's mysterious nefesh, there's sacrifice, where you feel you're the one giving your nefesh, giving your soul. Then there is an essence of your neshama which doesn't feel it's giving anything in the first place. It's not like you, you, you are involved in what's going on. Instead, you are lost in the moment. You're just feeling Hashem's presence and it's not about your expression of devotion to the king. All that's felt in that room is the king. All that's felt Shana falls out on Shabbos is not that you're bowing to Hashem. Or it's a higher light of Hashem this, this year. This year, we're not experiencing the, the energy of God as it animates the world. And therefore the world has to connect with that Gali energy and subdue itself to that Gali energy. This year, Shoshana, we're going, we connect to a higher level of Galiness where there is no world in the first place. There, all there is is the king. So the world doesn't have to prostrate itself before Hashem because all there is is the king. When Adam was born, the world felt itself as a separate entity. So Adam did an amazing thing and gathered this creation together to bow before Hashem. That's fine. That's great. That's amazing. That's what happens in regular Shoshana when it falls out during the weekdays. But when Hashem falls out on Shabbos, what goes on is the Abishter is present. There's no need to negate and to subdue the reality of the world because the world isn't, isn't an entity in the first place. It's kind of like the difference between, as we were discussing yesterday, having a certain way that you particularly proclaim the greatness of Hashem, that you have your unique gift and that's necessary. That's ordinarily how chauffeur adds something we have a certain way that we proclaim God's sovereignty because we are a thing and this is how we do it and there's a higher level of falling out on Shabbos that there's no entity 
that has any particular way that expresses Hashem's greatness, all there is is Hashem. We, we are elevated to a higher place this year. So according to this, we had a question though, how is it, why is it, the Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos in the base of Migs that they build a Shafer. If there is a total loss of sense of self, so then there shouldn't be a need to build a Shafer in the base of Migdash either. On the contrary, blowing the Shafer in the base of Migdash, it would seem, is incongruous to the moment, as you just explained at length. When you're, you have no sense of self, so why are you negating yourself? Okay, so this is a deep idea, and I'll try to, I tried to say it yesterday, but I don't think anyone got it. I'll try to say it again very briefly. What's wrong with speaking out of turn in front of the king, or, or deciding to negate yourself and proclaim the king's majesty when you're there in front of the king? What's wrong is that nobody asked you. And when nobody asks you, and you're all of a sudden making making yourself at Simis, making yourself making a show in front of the king, that's that's uh, all all that should be there is the king. Why why are you why are you showing yourself there? But imagine if the king asked for you to blow the shafer. The king says, "Please blow the shafer." So then, blowing the shafer is what the king wants to happen. So ordinarily, that act of blowing the shafer would take place, if you will, outside the king's presence. Let them blow the shofar throughout the land. Let them proclaim my greatness. It's not something which needs to happen in the king's inner sanctum. It's something that has to happen outside. Because in the king's presence, all there is is the king. But in the king's inner sanctum, since the deepest place, not just, there is a place of where you feel yourself as a separate entity from Hashem. And you have to nullify this. There's a higher place where you don't have to nullify yourself. All there is is the king. There is an even higher place of godliness where your expression of bowing down to Hashem isn't seen as a contradiction to Hashem being alone. Nothing besides. Because why, why, why not? So let me try again. Um, it says in Tanya that you cannot say about a certain idea that it is untouchable. You can't say, I cannot touch an idea. Why can't you say, I can't touch an idea? Because touching an idea, the, the sense of touch and understanding an idea are two different realms. It doesn't apply. So not only can you not say, I, I can touch the idea, you can say either, I cannot touch the idea. Because touching an idea have nothing to do with each other. So the fact that you have to stop doing anything in front of the king, because if you do something that would show that you're an entity, that indicates that there is some kind of sense of self there, and therefore we have to, the only way to affirm the king's, the king's greatness is by you not being. I think I have, an, I have a line that you'll get. Is they say in Yiddish, you're not so great to make yourself so small. The business has a great Samach and clean. You know, some people watch it, 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 I'm so I'm so sorry. Heint is a Huh? Heint is a Oh. Okay. Das ist ein Wort, Let's have a mind, Rabbi Sirfanowitz, it is a Shleishim. His name is Yaakov Gedale Ben Yasser Dov. 
should be in the name of the better for you and the whole family of Sikhal Yisrael. And the Aliyah Mitis is to be here. Gashmis. All of us. Yes. <laughs> yes, actually, I probably heard it from him, you know? I know he invented it. Though. He told you that. He invented it? He told you, yeah. You told me he told you. <laughs> yes, I, 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 yes, yes, absolutely. There's no one else who would say it. <laughs> right. I apologize probably for, I don't know what, for, for, for doing what, 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 anything that uh, wasn't on the level of, you know, that, 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 that he expected from me. And he's like, listen, listen, relax, man. You're not so great to make yourself so small. This is a great exactly. Exactly. Wow. So, um, so, so in a similar way, why can't you build the Schaefer? Why can't you build the Schaefer? You can't build the Schaefer because building the Schaefer would indicate that you're someone who has to build the Schaefer. Okay. But in the Beis Hamikdash, it's not just a level which is beyond this world. And therefore, there's no need to express your devotion to Hashem. It's a level beyond the world of Atsilus. What's Atsilus about? Atsilus, the Alta bird from the Magid, Hashem is alone, there's nothing besides him. That's the energy felt in Atsilus. Hashem is alone, there is nothing besides him. Hashem is alone, what? but they have, to, they have to add a line, and there's nothing besides him. There, there, there has to be a, a proclamation about the non-existence of other entities. There, there, there's something there that, that is it's close to the realm of existence, and since it's close to the realm of existence, there has to be a statement about existence. There's nothing besides it. It's, it may be above existence, it may, may be above this world, but it's still close to the realm of this world, and therefore there has to be something that negates it. In order for me to be in the king's presence, either I'm going to blow the shafer, that's one way of explaining the plan. Sorry. In order to be in the king's presence, ordinarily we tell the guy, don't blow the shafer. But why do you have to not blow the shafer? Because you're blowing the shafer when it indicates you're being somebody. You're doing something to blow the Why are you somebody? You're in the king's presence. But if you're in a higher level, if you're in a, world, a level beyond the world of Atsilus, there is no sense of self at all over there. And therefore, not only does you blowing the shafer, not only does you not blowing the shafer, you don't need to not blow the shafer in that place. You're not... Ordinarily, you have to do something. You have to, you have to get in the zone of the king's presence and put yourself on the side. But in this place, of, it's, not, it's, not, it's not pertinent to negate your existence either. You don't exist in the first place. You don't have to. You don't have to there's nothing. Just like you're bowing down, just like you're. I don't know how to say this. I'm having a hard time explaining it. But. But I think that the line of Mr. Frenowitz makes us all understand that without, without uh, in, when you're in the king's presence, you don't even know you blew the shafer. In your mamish face-to-face with the king, the king said to blow the shafer, you didn't realize you are blowing the shafer. In a level beyond the will of Atsilos, there is nobody blowing the shafer. The shafer is being blown. Jonathan, I wanted to say something. Let me unmute you. Sorry, one second. You don't have to. You don't have to specifically show Hashem's greatness by not blowing the shofar. In the Hashem's, in, in this level of godliness, there, you're, there, there, it's not in the realm of existence, and therefore, your action doesn't isn't is is part of that realm. I, I'll never forget. I was once in fourteen fourteen, in when I was studying yeshiva. That was in the, the at the yeshiva dorm, yeshiva kitchen, and uh, this older Russian babushka, or Russian lady. Uh, needed help. 
and she asked us to help us, and this never happened. You know, usually I had to have, have employees, but this one time she asked for help. And some guys are hesitating to help. Some guys are venturing to go over to her to, to help. But one guy leaped out of the seat without even thinking. Without even thinking. That's that's shot that there's no sense of self. That there's no that 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 it's not that you decided to nullify yourself to for Hashem. That, that somebody needs help. You, you know, you forgot about yourself. So so is 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 going to shame for a a scene as as an a, acting out of turn, at this level, there there's no need to to tell you that you can't pull the shafer because you're blowing the shafer at this level isn't a a isn't an emphasis on you. All there is is the shofar being blown. And this level, it's not that, that you did something to prostrate yourself and all of, and 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 express your sense of self. In this level, all there is is the king. So. In the base of Migdash, they blew the Shefer when it fell on Shabbos because the essence of Hashem is revealed in the base of Migdash. There's no need to negate your existence. On the contrary, and I remember the Jew told me, I went to the Jew once on a, on a, um, on a uh, train in uh, Brooklyn, and he told me that he almost got fired for blown, for, for, from his position as blowing the Shefer. Why did he almost get fired? They asked him, this is a pillar Chassid, they asked him, what kavana do you have when you build a shefer? They felt the guy wasn't holy enough. He doesn't really know what he's doing. They what do you think about when you build a shefer? He gave him a very good answer. He said, God said to build a shefer. That's what I think about. Said, okay, they like that. Why, why, why are my thoughts, why do I, my thoughts matter? That God said to build a shefer. Uh, at the level of Esam English, there's no need to have any special ambiance there because all there is is him. Let's go a little deeper over here. I don't have so much time. Let me go a little deeper. There are mitzvahs and there's the Torah itself. You know, he's test that I've explains that mitzvahs are commandments to you. you something that you have to do. They're, the Abishter issue is a commandment to something outside the Abishter. That's what a mitzvah is. So Shefer also has an element of mitzvah in it. A Jew has to do something to crown Hashem as king. So he feels himself to be a separate entity. But then there is Torah. Torah is just the Abish's decisions, the Abish's thoughts, the Abish's will. It's 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 all there is is him. It's kind of like we learned last week about because there's a commandment of Hashem, therefore there is existence of the world. It's not that I have a hand and I have a head and and, and I use them to put on film because there's a mitzvah of film, that's Hashem gave me a head and a hand. So when Shashana, so in the base of Migdash, which the main place of the base of Migdash is the Aran, that's the main thing that's Migdash is the Ark. So this is a place of, 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 the, of the wisdom of Hashem, of Torah. So it's not, Shefer isn't felt as a mitzvah to a person, which can only be done when there is a person. In the Beis Hamidosh, all that's felt is the truth of Hashem, the will of Hashem, and therefore it's, your blowing the Shefer isn't seen as a, as a expression of self. It's similar to what we do nowadays. We say the verses of Shefer to this year as well. We don't blow the Shefer. We say the verses of Shefer on the Shabbos. So what that means is we're not talking about the mitzvah of Shefer as it is as, it's, as it is to a, is to a person. We're talking about the about the we're talking about the, the idea of carnating Hashem as a king in a place in a, in a level of truth where there is no sense of self at all. But I want to point out that. Uh, that 
even though we're talking about very lofty things, uh, we're talking about levels which are beyond levels, higher than the world of Atsilus, uh, this has to have a practical application. And the practical application is that everyone has to make an effort in themselves, everyone according to their level, that when you do Torah mitzvahs, it shouldn't be that you feel that you're doing it. It shouldn't be that I'm learning Torah, I'm doing mitzvahs. Rather, it has to be like you're bowing down to Hashem by yourself. Like, uh, 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 just it happened. It, it should be like something that happens naturally, without your existence. So that's not that you have to, it's not, you're not even negating your existence. All there is is the will, Jew and Hashem are one. That's how it's supposed to be. For example, as I mentioned this example two days ago, when you give tzedakah, tzedakah in the Gomara Yerushalmi is called the mitzvah. The tzedakah should be given away that there is no giver. Rather, it's done by itself. It's not I'm giving the tzedakah. All there is is a mitzvah tzedakah. The, the, the recipient shouldn't feel that I'm giving him stuck. It should just, should, and I shouldn't feel that I'm giving him stuck. All that should be felt is that there's a mitzvah stuck. So, this is also, if I have the three more seconds, I'll tell you somewhere, something else. This is also the idea of this past Shabbos where we say that Hashem blesses a month. It's all about the Jewish people asking Hashem to. Make that day Rosh Chodesh. The Gemara says that even if we make a day Rosh Chodesh and it's the wrong, it's against Halacha, Hashem says to the, Jew, to the heavenly court, we're going to listen to the Jewish people. When they, whatever day they say is Rosh Chodesh, is Rosh Chodesh. So how come on the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, the main time to announce Rosh Hashanah for the entire year, as the Baal Shem says that the power of the blessing of the month of Tishrei is the power that blesses all the months of the year, how come we're not blessing the month? And the answer is, Hashem blesses the month. But where are we? We say the blessing of Hashem. We say the first the blessing of Hashem is the first word, verse of the Torah portion. So it's not that we're not part of the, the story, is that our part of the story is that we're part of Hashem, that we're one with Hashem. We say God's blessing. We repeat God's blessing. So it is blessed by the Jewish people. It's blessed by us hearing and repeating God's blessing. In a way, the reading the Torah on the Shabbos before Shoshana is even higher than blowing the shade from the Beis HaMikdash, because in the Beis HaMikdash, you're still doing something. But on the Shabbos before Shoshana, you're saying God's blessing. Okay, again, the conclusion, the bottom line is, the special koyach, special power we have, is that we have to, this year, which is not just on Shoshana, but it's the power for the entire year, that we should lose that sense of ego and self in our mitzvahs, and we just feel when we're approaching whatever it is, what the, we should listen to the the Abishter in a way that it doesn't matter how we just what's the Abishter one? L'chaim, l'chaim. Any questions, comments, criticism, tomatoes or cucumbers? Doctor Bressman, you are muted. You want to know what the background noise is? Yes, yeah, noise is that it turns on only the most annoying times possible. Yeah, I'd like to bring a guest for second day of Rosh Hashanah, and I'd like to make a gift for that. What is an appropriate ticket price or gift or whatever? Can I just give it to the, to the what do you call it, the website right now? What is this for? I want to bring a person for second day of Rosh Hashanah, my wife's cousin. I, I, I'm not sure that there is, 
is room on, in, in the in the Yisroa parking lot. Um, so please just contact. You have Menachem Mendel's number? Yes. I'll ask him to call you. I'll ask him to call okay. you to make sure that there's. Thank you. All right. Okay. okay have a great day, Dr. Bresman. Great day, Yonatan. Great day, Mechol Great day, Beryl. Great day, Levi. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.